Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. <laughs> and today we're doing German Shuffle number 17. Is it the German Shuffle or just German Shuffle? It's a German Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> True. And for anybody who is fresh to the show, once again, the German Shuffle is a variety show. Instead of focusing on one topic, we throw out you all kinds of different topics. Rapid fire, uh, you know, one topic here, one topic there. Bam. It's kind of like hitting the shuffle button on an old iPod if you kids remember those. Or a shuffle button like on Spotify. Sure. Or that. Yeah. It's way more fun to think about the iPod. Yeah. I, that's where it all started for, I think, a lot of us. The like yeah. our, our, our relationship with the shuffle. Our, our, our first introduction to hair shuffle. Especially if you had an iPod shuffle, that's all literally all you could do was just kind of right. shuffle. No so. screen. Just shuffle it up. Anyways, let's start the let's start the episode. Okay, let's, let's do it. Today's episode is brought to you by Lingoda, which is a great online language school you can use to learn Spanish, English, French, and of course German. They help you to learn a second language with real, live, native-speaking teachers, so you can also learn cultural-specific idioms. They offer classes 24/7, which makes things very flexible for you. Lingoda is currently offering a language learning challenge that will last for two months called The Sprint. Simply select your language and choose either the Standard Sprint with 30 classes or the Super Sprint with 60 online language classes. Again, the Sprint Challenge is for all four languages offered. If you attend all of the classes you've booked and follow all of the rules, you'll receive either 50% of your money back or 100% of your money back. That's right. It's such a great incentive to work hard and learn a new language. Please use the sign-up link in our episode description and our discount code AGDW20. What was that again, Alex? All caps, AGDW20. Loving it. That's 20. Speaking of numbers, this is episode 141. In case you're, holy hell! And I, I know you guys have got the, you all have the, uh, you know, the HGW calendar right at home, so you got to check that box. You know? Yeah, it's like the fireman's calendar. It's yeah. just, just you and me on every month. <laughs> Available where all podcast calendars are sold. No, there's, there's no calendar. <laughs> there's no calendar. Uh, but this is episode 141. Remember, like we were going up to 100, we're getting really like, wow, like 95, crazy. But now we're like in the 140s. I'm, I'm thinking again. I'm like, wow, 140. That's a lot that's a lot of numbers every number sounds too high way too high like really really high so um but anyways we're here we've been around and uh if you know the show you know we're gonna go do next we're gonna do a little bit of a shout outs news and what have you's yes uh first a big special thanks to a spig a spig it's a spig (laughs) special thanks start that one over again uh a big special thanks to this is the person's name on the their username whatever their username is erdogan is cheap for the really sincere five-star review they left on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it was nice. And was I completely really nice. agree, Erdogan is cheap. Erdogan is a lot of things. And cheap a horrible being one of them. human being, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. There's actually an election very soon. Ooh. He might be on his way out, assuming he can't use his dictator tools to keep that's, himself in. That's, that's, the, that's kind of the scary part, yeah. That's the, that's the unfortunate part. Um, you know, uh, maybe a few weeks ago, Alex mentioned he went on this special hot tub boat oh, yeah. down the uh, River Spree. In yes. Berlin, and I forgot to mention to you guys about two weeks ago, I did the I did the same hot tub boat. My girlfriend got it for me. Your wife? Uh, my wife, of course, my lovely, lovely wife, um, <laughs> got it to me for my birthday present, but uh, for unexpected reasons, couldn't actually do it, so it got postponed until two weeks ago. And yeah, it was freaking awesome. It's awesome. It's the best thing to do. I love it. Generally, and yeah. it's the best thing to yeah. do, period. It's okay, And go to our Instagram. We'll have pictures. Um, Alex posted one. I posted a video when I was true putting down the river. Um, 
it's literally a boat where like 70% of it is just this large hot tub. Um, and so you're chilling in the hot tub as you're steering the boat and there's just cup holders around where you where your cold, ice cold beer goes and you're just going down the river with not a care in the world. It's uh, pretty, pretty sweet. It's so relaxing. And, and like, I was surprised they have it. This isn't a, they're not, they haven't paid us, unfortunately. Uh, this is just me just being honest. Like they've really set it up. They've covered all their bases. Like yeah, they really have. It's very smooth. Yeah, there's a nice little like floating hut. You go in, and they're like, "Here, watch this video. It tells you all you need to know about how to use the boat." And then they're like, "Okay, there's a fridge behind you. Load up the cooler with whatever you want, and you only get charged for what you actually drink. And then you know you change. Yeah, and then you you know you walk out in your bathrobes and like they've got they, they just, it's a really nice setup they got. You know, hundred percent. I yeah, I want to do it again for sure. Even though it's pretty. Yeah, it's it's not cheap. It's not cheap, but it's, you can't do it every weekend. No, but, but it's totally worth. I think it's totally more worth the admission event. price for yeah. sure. Yeah, do it at least once. Yeah, hundred percent. How could you die, not having gone on a hot tub boat? On a hot tub boat. I mean, it's a hot tub boat. Come on, get over yourself and go do it. Yeah. <laughs> And a big thank you to everyone who has given us donations over the past, you know, two, three, three years, three, three years. years. Uh, we really three appreciate plus. it. And it really helps us uh, keep going. And if you wish to donate as well, you can do so anytime via our donation button, which appears at the bottom of all the pages on our website. As we've mentioned before, we are a nonprofit podcast and your donations help us pay for all expenses related to uh, this here podcast, <laughs> including our servers, distribution fees, website hosting, uh, server fees, domain name. I think you said server uh, fee twice. <laughs> There's a lot of server fees. <laughs> and our equipment, which is just all breaking at the moment. Like as, as you mentioned ad- last week, we had yeah. two things break at once. Um, like so, cables, adapters, mixers, so microphones. Your, your money does not go to us playing um, tennis on the weekends. It's, uh, exactly. it's truly just for the podcast. So uh, exactly. thank you so much, guys. You guys are awesome. Yeah. And uh, move on. How you been, man? Yeah, good. Sorry, on the weekend. Again, nice. pretending like I haven't seen you in months. All right. Well, How yeah, we What's had a little brunch on Saturday hosted by lovely Vanessa, who's on the big, show. Big brunch, man. Big brunch. Yeah. Huge. Actually, incredible brunch. Vanessa, yeah. well done. Yeah, she, she's um former, uh, or I guess... Do you stop being current mixologist? You could, yeah. you could say, um, and she was on uh, showing how to do uh, some whiskey cocktails. Can't remember the whiskey. I can't episode. episode, but yeah. it's episode with her, which teaches us how to make whiskey cocktails, and that's pretty. Uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, so thank you, Vanessa, for that. Yeah, and it, was, it was a super tasty uh, brunch. It was, yeah. And um, you and I yesterday had an awesome night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff and I went to go see. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yes. Uh, local theater was doing like a, a sort of flashback series. Uh, you know, I think it's called like Best of Cinema or something like that. Yeah. And, I, and like a couple weeks ago, I just saw the poster, Terminator 2. I was like, yes, please. Yeah, do that. 4K uh, uh, restoration. Yes. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, and, and, it clothes, freaking, and it was freaking And it was freaking awesome. Yeah. And your motorcycle. And your motorcycle. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was it, so good. I love that movie. And you know what's funny? Like there's like this huge group, like uh, half the audience is Germans, right? And sitting next to me is like this huge group of Germans. And anytime Arnold speaks, like they're making fun of him. Yeah. And I'm like, you have the same accent, man. Like, what are you making fun of? Like, like, okay, sorry. I'm like, it's so funny how he talks. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, but, it's terrible, Arnold. But, but, but the beautiful thing is like, okay, with that accent, he became one of the highest movie stars in the world. So, well, I don't know if they're making fun of his accent as much as like those one-liners in that movie are pretty cheesy and awesome. I don't know. So I was laughing at the one-liners. Yeah, but I don't know. Every time he talked, like, like every time he talked, the guy next to me would like re- repeat it, kind of making his accent. Oh, thicker. really? Like, like they were laughing at the accent, basically. And I'm like, guys, 
Like I know he's Austrian, not German, but like you, don't throw you stones. Ba- you basically basically have the same accent. Come on, yeah, yeah exactly. Gonna, so uh, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Been but yeah, fun. that was pretty cool. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was at the same brunch, so uh, that was I. <laughs> and, and, and the same movie. So and pretty much, we did the same thing together <laughs> same, all yeah. week uh, since last Wednesday. We have not left each other. No, Alex sleeps at my home. I do. Kind of like a dog at the edge of our bed. We have like, a, like Michael Scott. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like a little. There's a little ottoman where we store our towels, and Alex just curls up on it. But uh, Jeff, speaking of throwback series, we—I think I said flashback. Speaking of flashback <laughs> series, we are also doing a flashback series, yes, uh, yes. with our whiskeys for the next, you know, whatever episodes, and we're going to be tasting whiskeys that we've had before, chilling on our shelves because we realized we're going to re-review it, and I wonder if we have the same score that we had originally yeah we thought that'd be fun because you know um I, anytime you're over on wednesdays you know we're always glancing at the shelf whatever and we see these old whiskeys from like 100 right. literally 100 episodes ago and finally we were like like i kind of been like have i had that since then you know like i wonder if it's still as good as i thought or as bad as i thought Except it was maybe, like, maybe yeah. our palates have matured maybe they've gotten worse you know who knows or maybe the more whiskey we've had a whiskey we thought was really great is now at average yeah, exactly. No, who knows? And, and in our research today to, to do this, looking at our website, because I was just browsing, saying like, oh, which whiskey should we try today? Um, I found out we've made a little whoopsie daisies. We did. Uh, apparently, in the course of this podcast, we once did the same whiskey twice, which we thought we've, we've got gone out of our way to never do that. Right. Um, didn't it, even realize it. Yeah, I didn't even realize it until just t- today. I was going through our our. Check out our website, you know, as you did ago. Um, uh, on our whiskey page, episode six is Bullet ninety five Rye Whiskey, and I'm scrolling through up, and then I see episode one hundred fifteen Bullet ninety five Rye. Whiskey. I'm like, wait, no, that's not possible. Oh, oh, yep, we screwed that up. Okay, we did that twice. So one hundred nine episodes later, right? So that's fair. So that's in a, fair. We could forget. So in a sense, we've already started this flashback <laughs> series unknowingly. Uh, we did. We we again reviewed something, just not knowing we were doing it. Exactly. But we couldn't compare them because in the early days we were using random gauges. We said like it was like we gave it like three f- three thumbs up or whatever, and then later we, <laughs> later we gave it an eight out of ten. Okay. So are those the same? I don't know. But, I think uh, so. I think with the conversion rate of thumbs up to <laughs> out of ten rankings, it's, uh, it's about, I, I think it's about even. Fair. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, that's just science. But what do we have today? But today we are drinking Bain's South African whiskey. Yes. Uh, originally from episode 21. So this is 21. 120 episodes ago, Jeff. That is, it, those numbers are insane. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Uh, so 141, right? Or 141 right now? Yeah. So 121, 120 episodes ago is yeah, Bain's. I remember really liking it. I remember being super surprised because that was when we were doing our whiskeys around the world series. Yes. And it's a rather cheap whiskey. It's It was somewhere like... 20 22 euro something like that at least back then um and i remember just being surprised that it was for the price it was it was decent yes and i have the original bottle in my apartment so we're drinking from your bottle which is a standard just like because because back then we used to split the bottles right starting i don't know 50 episodes ago we just started okay you take the bottle this week you take the bottle next week blah blah blah. yeah so you're not gonna pop but here we go hmm i was hoping it just yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, here. I'm excited for this flashback. I know, man. man. I'm really excited for this. You, you are all very excited with us back too. Back in time. Back to reality. Back to life. Thank you. You're welcome. Don't normally say thank you. I hope I do. 
Because hearing you saying you're welcome sounded weird, so I was just kind of curious. Maybe I just don't say you're or, welcome. No, wait, say because I need the last splash at the end. All right, okay. Yeah. Just, just, barely, oh, look, we're finishing one bottle of yours. Look at that. Oh, no. Making more room in your shelf for, I don't know, more whiskey. Anyways, well, uh, yeah, cheers. What else, what else did you put on a whiskey shelf? A bottle of vodka? Good, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Sacrilege. Crazy. Cheers. Here you go. Mmm, smells good. Well, that's really good. It's actually oh, better than I remember. Compared to last week, this is heaven. That's <laughs> last week was just garbage. Swill. Uh, and before we get started, of Ooh, course. Good burn. Yeah, okay. Sorry. All right. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it dropped. Of course, uh, if you'd like to leave us a five-star review and get your name shouted out here on the podcast, feel free to do so on Apple Podcasts. We really who, appreciate it. Who doesn't it. want us to shout their name? Right? <laughs> scream it. We're going to scream your name. Uh, if you want to do that, it's really appreciated. It helps other people find the podcast like... You. Should we start opening like my bedroom window and just screaming it into my hall, my courtyard? We're just gonna let the let's go on the rooftop and scream our love for you, Angel X three twenty two, Smoke Blunts four twenty six nine. Also check out our websites agdwpodcast.com. Lots of stuff on there. Whiskey Pays has not been updated for a month, but I'm getting yes. on it. Yeah, as of next week, you will be four episodes behind. Yeah, that's you'll have a lot of work to do next Wednesday. I know. Just assuming you do it, if you put it off, at some point you'll be like, "Dude, I've got eight episodes." I know. At some point, it's going to be a lot. But yeah, uh, the website is there. It's cool. Some say it's the greatest website of all time. Blah 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 blah. We said that before. And check out our Instagram, <laughs> which is at americans.in.germany.podcast, I think. And uh, let's let's go to the shuffle. Let's shuffle it up. up. Now you're probably thinking, man, they're doing a lot of shuffles lately, but like. We just suddenly randomly had a lot of shuffle stuff. You we know did. what I mean? We did. Uh, today I was looking at my list and I was just like, I was like, oh crap, I've got like a lot of stuff on here. Maybe we, we got to like offload this. Yeah, for sure. You know? If you guys want different episode ideas, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> throw them our way. <laughs> Send a few over. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you use one or two? <laughs> you, also just, you can't have a shuffle backup. You can't get backed up with a shuffle. You know? No. It's just, but your phone just it can't handle. Only can only handle a certain amount of shuffle. It can only handle so many notes in the notes app. Yes. Yeah, that's... Again, science. which is what I do. Um, um, now this first, wow. oh wow, <laughs> that was pretty. We harmonized. Jinx by Mako. Mm. Uh, first one. This was ooh. Mm, Should have looked up who was. It was somebody's idea. I feel bad. Um, <laughs> one of one of you great listeners, you offered this idea uh, as a question. First, a question. Oh, Devon. Oh, Devon. Yeah, of course, Devon. Um, or Devon. Not sure. No, Devon. Okay. He he kind of like honestly asked. Like how how do you guys move apartments? You know because you're you're in a you're in a country where you don't own cars or whatever. And he and he heard he said uh, you guys are mentioned you're moving a lot from apartment to apartment. You know I've literally in Berlin had ten apartments over the past decade or so. Um, and he's like, well, how do you do it? Yeah. And the answer is, well, during various stages of my life in Berlin, how I do it has changed a lot. So we'll just go over the various ways that you can move an apartment. Yeah, I mean, especially without a car, which most people living in the city do not have. Good, nice job spilling on yourself, Jeff. Um, <laughs> Just dribbling. There, there. You have to be a little creative in ways of, of how to move. And of course, um, the Bifau Gay or the the Berlin's Verkehr, which didn't what help. Were they called? Yeah, that didn't help anybody. It was sure. German. Like you just added more German. The the, <laughs> the Berlin subway system, pretty much. Oh, plus they, trams, buses. It, right. Let's call it the public transit Public transit system network. Of Berlin, uh, yeah. They even have advertisements saying like, bring whatever the hell you want on here. We we don't care. Pony. Bring, bring, bring a horse. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, you, you'll you see it. Living in Berlin, you will see 
you know, a 10 foot desk on a, on a, on a subway station. You'll, you will, you will see a pony, you will see lounge chairs, you will, you know, like, um, and my first few years living in Berlin because I had no money. Um, and I had so few things. That was the main key. I had yeah, absolutely. maybe, but still like four or five boxes worth of stuff, stuff. but like a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, but enough, like what you do is you're like, I'll, I'll do it for free. And so you, you use the subway system, use the tram system. And I, I bought a little, um, we call it like a dolly, like a little folding kind of cart. You can put stuff on a little hand truck or, or it's like you're wearing a backpack and you have like a bag on each hand. What sucks is though, like there were a few times where I was moving and it was like 45 minutes from my new place to my old place. So round trip, you're talking about hour and a half. And so even if it takes you three or four round trips, you're talking about like all That's day, the whole day, all day, going let back alone and unpacking and all, yeah. all the other stuff. Absolutely. And by the time, by the end of the day, like your arms and your back are killing you, but you're like, yes, like that cost me nothing. <laughs> you know? I, I think the most actually yeah, speaking of that, I remember when I was moving from uh, my old apartment, Landsberger Ali to uh, my girlfriend's apartment. Uh, I had this giant, probably, what is it? Like two meter across uh, canvas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not taking on a train. It's just, it's just so big. I don't, I don't know if going to fit through the door. It's like, you know what? It's not that far away. I'm going to take my bike. So I was biking with this which is so dead, like, two minute long canvas. When the air hits that, man, that turns into a, like a yeah, sail. That's exactly what happened. Luckily, the street I went down is a very, really super quiet street. So I was riding in the middle of it and then the wind would come. And I remember one, my one arm, my one arm would be like a giant wing. So it's a slow down, and then pull it back to me and then go another like 10 meters and then Oh God, somebody sitting next to you though, you'd slap them in oh, the face. Oh, slap them hard. Yeah, uh, yeah that, was, that was fun. But I think the most common way uh, for Berliners is you get a case of beer, one at your old flat, one at your new flat, and you have your friends just help you move. Right. Just gather as much as you can. You buy pizza, you give them beer, and that's like the standard payment for your friends to help you move for a day. Yeah, but if, but if you're going a distance, you still have to figure out like are you saying they're helping you carry this stuff on the subway or what do you mean yeah it depends oh yeah yeah like um it depends on also your budget uh because i i did the subway thing for a while and then it's a lot it's hard it's hard doing the subway thing. yeah and then maybe like a few years in it's just you know the longer you live somewhere the stuff kind of accumulates because like you're now here to stay and suddenly you've got a printer and you've got wardrobe and you've got this that you know you got you got it's stuff. actual real heavy furniture now yeah and like the cool thing is um you can go on eBay Kleinenzeigen, which is kind of the German kind of Craigslist. And you just, you can hire a man with a van or men with then, or a woman with a van. I've had a woman with a man a few times, but like for- Woman with a woman. Yeah. And you can go on there and people just, people literally post like man with van, 20 euro for an hour or whatever. And usually for 20 euro, like they don't really help you like carry the stuff, but you know, you can quickly load the stuff on and they'll at least- drive everything there that's like a cheap way to do it um there's also like um car apps in berlin like miles or get around where you can not only rent a car but you, you can rent like a big cargo van and move things yourself um robin and vinches is a big one exactly like but for some people who can't legally drive it's not right. like like that was a problem it's like i for me i couldn't legally drive and so that was never really an option i always had to hire somebody else to do it i just got a friend to drive yeah, or if you know a friend who has yeah, a license or a car yeah. or whatever. Um yeah, and then um the last time I did it, I was moving from one from a vegate to my first like this is my apartment kind of thing, which was fun. And it was maybe like a block away. So I'm like, Oh, it's a block away, I can carry all this stuff. But by then I had so much stuff that it was probably twenty, twenty five round trips, you know what I mean? Because oh, also it's like you're physically carrying, and I was on the fifth floor in both locations. So, oh, perfect. Bro, so you you have like one box in your hand. 
down five floors, walk a block, which doesn't seem like that long. But by the time you get there, your arms are trying to oh, walk man. up and then walk down. And then, and then I think heck, towards the end of that, I called a friend. And I was like, oh, because I was trying to, I hate like bothering people. So I don't reach out that often, or at least I didn't used to. But towards the end, I like started calling friends. I was like, oh, can you please come help me? And then after that, I was like, like moving to my apartment now, I hired an actual moving service. It was yeah. like, but even cheap, it was like a hundred and. 30 euro for two hours. They're, they're not and, terribly and, priced here. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like a van and two guys and they'll help you. Of course, they'll carry the stuff as well, you know, and especially the heavy stuff. And what you, what you want for like washing machines and stuff, you do not want to break your back. Like, no, no, absolutely let, not. Let somebody else do it. Yeah, I think the older you get and yeah, like last time we moved, we also hired uh, a company for one day then the rest we did ourselves and luckily we're, we're only moving what, like a five minute walk, to maybe 10 minute walk down right. the street. So like as a moving guys going back and forth, I was just carrying things back and forth as well. But even that, like, again, it doesn't seem like a long time, but even carrying one box for five minutes, yeah, like it, sh- it, it screws with your arms, right? Like, like certain things, I was like, I don't want them to take, like my record player, I was like, I don't want you to take that because I want that, you know, that's as we treat with care. Right. And like my TV and stuff like that, I just walked over. Um, and I, yeah, obviously that's the, that's the easiest. Some of them even have uh, montage services, which means like they will install or, you know, build up furniture if you want them to as well. And yeah, the prices aren't aren't terrible. I don't think for some of these moving companies. No, yeah, I mean, of course there are some that will charge the usual like few grand and stuff, depending like if you're moving like a piano and whatever, whatever. But right. like if you're like your 20s or 30s and you have like a normal apartment worth of stuff, and I think the key is like it's by the hour, right? Like if I had hired them for five hours, it would have been a lot more. But I looked up, it's like we're like okay, two hours. Can we do it in two hours? And then okay, yeah. And then, but for those two hours, like me and my wife, but was a girlfriend. Um, you know, we're like running up and down the stairs to make sure we got it done. Because if you, you know, if you go over two hours and it's an extra sixty euro, or whatever, yeah, yeah, sure. and we're trying to save money. You know, what I mean, so like we did it super quick, and I think we arrived at the new place, finished unloading within like a few minutes of the, you know, of our time limit. You know, and and, and I think a big uh, a big thing, a little pro, actually a pretty big pro tip here is if your friends are coming over to help you move, pack your boxes for your friends come. That's not their job. Sorry, but. That ha- people have not done that. That, that, that sounds me once before. I went to a friend's house to help, and then even started them dude, unpack. Packing and, your whole apartment is like a several day thing. Oh, it took us like weeks to pack our stuff up. Because yeah. not only just packing; it's packing and organizing. Right? Well, how do I want to organize my things when I unpack it? I can easily put it away. Kitchen stuff together. Books over here. Right. Anything breakable? Like you're spending time yeah. to wrap it in in paper or shirts or whoever, you know, like, and that so, takes time. Yeah. That's day. Like, so you showed up and they weren't even, yeah, we showed up there like 11 in the morning on a Saturday, like a little oh hungover, 11 God. in the morning. I was like, Hey, I'm trying to be a good friend. I want to help. There was probably only like five of us, maybe six of us. And, uh, yeah, nothing they was packed. Start- oh, so I, I would have walked away. I'd been like, sorry, you screw this up. <laughs> so like we packed things in the boxes for them and then took them all downstairs on the fifth floor. And it was just an absolute, Shit show and did not did not appreciate that at all. Well, that's you know, just it's, it's just come that's on, just being stupid. We're yeah, doing like, you a favor, man. Yeah, like what you do is like the whole week before, like after work, you just take a couple hours, pack a little bit here, pack a little, and then eventually yeah. you get it done. Um, but yeah, sometimes it can be real. Like I've I've helped friends. It's not their fault. But like I've helped friends in the middle of July. You know, fifth floor apartment. You know, move box and yeah. By the end of the day, you're just like like you're you're just. It's so dehydrated and so dead, uh, you know, it's tiring. It's, you know, it's like 40 degrees outside. And you're just like, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's rough, but, but you know, Hey, next time when you, you move that guy, will do you the same favor. Exactly. Or hopefully, you know, um, and we had some ones that like, cause usually in Berlin, I think like a lot of cities, when you move out of a place, they require you to repaint all the walls white, just kind of get a freshness. 
Um, and yeah. like, and like when you moved out, like you brought us all over, you're like, here's some pizza, here's some beers. And you had like 10 people painting all at once, basically. Like, is that, that day, like painting takes a lot longer than you think it is. My flat was small. And I thought after work, we'll be done. Cause we didn't move out immediately. Yeah. I was like, we'll be done. I don't know. Three hours. And we went to like midnight from like six till midnight and it still wasn't finished. We had to go back and actually finish it the day after. But we got like a good 80% of it done. Like, no, probably like 90% of it done. We got a lot of it, it done. Yeah. Well, because the thing is you can't, in like a lot of spaces, you can't just do one coat. Exactly. You got to do like the bathroom. You got to do two, three coats. And, you know, like, and you're in these, you know, Berlin apartments have like really high ceilings and yeah. stuff. You know, um, it takes a while. Yeah. And actually that's, that's a good point is one thing you come up and I'm sure this happens all around the world, but like in Berlin or Germany, you come up to this weird thing where it's like, Okay, so you have to move out by June 1st. Okay, great. But also June 1st is also your move-in day for your new place. Right. Right. But it's like, there's this, this awkward time thing where you're like, I have to have all my stuff out of here for the new guy to move in, but I can't get my stuff out of here until I get, have, I'm able to get yeah, into exactly. my new place. Exactly. And so what I started doing maybe like three apartments ago is I started having overlap times, which was great, where there was like two weeks where I had both apartment. Which again, like, and, and it, I wasn't rich or anything. It was just like, okay, that to me, that extra 200 euros, euro I was losing was like, was gold. Cause I could slowly move out sl- 100%. You know, like an after work, slowly repaint all the walls myself and get those last. Cause like there's always those. And then say if you've hung shelves, you got to undo all the shelves, fill in all the holes. Like it takes a lot longer than you think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we got, that's what we planned. We planned to have one month cause that's how, how it was supposed to work out. All right. But, you know, of course we got screwed and then screwed and extended our, extended our lease before we moved. And it was a whole, it was a whole thing where we thought up until like three days before our lease was over, we thought we were going to be homeless for like a month or so. But luckily we got our keys, I think, what was it, a day or two before we moved? I can't remember. Oh God. Yeah. I, I remember being a sh- like, you guys were constantly, we're always asking like, what, what's up guys? And you're like, don't know. We don't know. <laughs> the information. That was, yeah. That was, that was terrible. And also the overlap time, if you can do it, is great because in Germany, as we mentioned, um, when you like want to install internet at your new place, they're like, okay, it'll be two months until, you know, or whatever. Like it's, it's like impossible to get a date that's like, oh, so it's so, it's so nice to have the overlap because then you can, when you get to the new place, you can already get it installed. And then over the next two weeks, you're moving and stuff. And so like time is kind of, you know, sure, on I, your I, side. I think we were lucky there because we, uh, we actually got our internet installed the day before we even moved in, so we just called Vodafone. Oh, I was like, perfect. hey, we're moving here. They're like, cool, it's in the same exact network. It's in the same area. And they're like, you should be able to always just activate it here. You should be able to plug it in, be good and go. So we just plugged it in Great. and plugged in the router we already had and good to go. Nice. Yeah, so that he, was really lucky. Yeah, here, since we had the overlap, we only had like one week where we were living in this new place without the internet, which which even a week, it's... It's a long time because like even for just like checking the weather, like basic stuff. Um, but it was great because I had a bunch of DVDs for some reason and a DVD player. And so, you know, instead of Netflix, we went old school. We were just watching uh, DVDs. So. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? this is watching DVDs? <laughs> yeah. Insane. Well, let's, well, let's change this track. We're going on this track for a while. Dude, that, yeah, that was a long one. Uh, next one is an interesting one. That TV shows and movies on German TV start at like, I saw an American, start at odd hours. Like in the States, a movie or TV shows, it's like 7 to 7.30, 7.30 to 8, 8, 8.30. It, so it starts at the hour. Like like tonight's, tonight is Die Hard on NBC at 8 p.m. It's 8 right. p.m. It's 7 p.m. It's like a, a hard round number. But in Germany, you'll see things like at 
Yeah, and it's, and it's not like randomly. Like most of the time, and I, I, I'll be honest, I don't watch like German TV channels that much. No. Rarely, most of the time I watch it is when I'm visiting um, my wife's family because uh, they don't have Netflix or whatever. So they watch German TV, and yeah, and every time I'm there, it's always like. Movie starting at 8.15, 9.15, I think like it's ele- 11.32, and you're like, what? Like, There's there's one channel where they do like, there's movie night all the time, and it's at, I think 8.15 is like the movie time. Which is a weird, is it because there's 15 minutes of uh, Verbung, of advertisers no, before? No, it's or? the, at 8 o'clock, I think, is the Tagesschau, so it must be Ions, uh, or like a news thing, do the news 15 minutes, and the movie starts right after the news. Oh, right, right. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. It actually does make a lot of but, sense. But it's, it's, it's just always weird, like 8.15, and I'm all like, hey. And then we talked about it before, but watching a movie on German TV is so much better than watching in the States. Because in the States, they, they every, what, 10 minutes, it stops for commercials. Where in Germany, they'll play a movie for like 45 minutes, maybe an hour, and you'll have about like... Not an hour. Maybe yeah. not an hour, like 40 yeah. minutes maybe? I, I'd say more between like 30 and 40 minutes. 30, 40 yeah. minutes. And then you'll have like a 10-minute commercial break. I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, only 10 minute break, and then the movie's over. Mm. So you have like three kind of, inter- like maybe two to the intermissions, as opposed to like a cutoff. Every time there's like a scene change, there's like a cutoff. Like watching a movie, I watched, when I was in the States, I tried watching a movie on TBS. I just turned it off. I was like, I, I, I can't get into the movie because by the time you're getting into something, commercial. Yeah, but I haven't had to deal with that for a while because even though I was living in the States for the last many years, um, you know, we had DVRs. And so like we would always, okay, I want to watch this movie. We hit record. And you wouldn't start watching until 15 minutes in. And then any, anytime a commercial would come up, you just fast forward through it. So you never really had to deal with it, you know? Yeah, smart. But also like, you know, just like there's so many services minus. Why, why are you watching a movie on, a, on I'm just CBS saying, like, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Some people have only cable. Yeah, and they, yeah, you know, yeah. That's the only option. No, which is fair. Which is fair. There's a difference, yeah. you know? Yeah. Next one. This next one, it's, 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 it's again goes back to this myth of the German train efficiency. So, uh, my, I feel, I feel like we've, we're like the, the Deutsche Bahn's going to absolutely hate our podcast. going to hate. We, we've, well, they, they talk keep, shit about they Deutsche keep, Bahn a they lot. Keep reinforcing this. And I had to bring it up again, just because, um, you know, recently at the beginning of March, I visited my wife's family. Um, and they live in Western Germany and you know, it's about like four hours to get there every time. I, Cause I really had, I, I thought I had to really thought about it every time since I've met my wife, so f- almost five years that I've visited her family, the trains are fucked up. Like there was not a single time where the train in Berlin showed up when it was supposed to and arrived at the connection station was supposed to. And then the connection train was on time. And every time the trains delayed, there's um, something on the tracks. There's blah, 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 blah. Like every time. So, so just like on it. So it's like, you know, we visit like a couple times, you know, maybe three times a year, or whatever. Every time there is something going wrong that never is like, huge but you know like at least 20 minute delay here or whatever delayed there so i'm sorry like the this myth has to be dispelled like what's the longest you've uh waited for a train oh several hours yeah. not, not for to go to her um parents but um so, just yeah, for yeah several hours yeah i think my yeah i think my longest was four or five hours if that happens you can get some refund they will give you money back because they're like you know that sucks for you yeah, yeah. so at least they offer that uh, I think sometimes even up to a full refund or you can cancel it. Get your money. Like, there, there are some things you, you can get money back, which I think is the least they could do. But yeah, one, I think, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I was going to Castle for the Documenta uh, last summer. I waited, I think, five hours. Oh, actually, yeah, I think you did mention that. Yeah. yeah I was delayed half an hour, then an hour, and then half an hour, and then like an hour and a half. And I was like, well, how long do I wait here for? You know, is this is this worth the weekend worth it? Yeah, and, and not, it's not all necessarily 
Germany's fault, Deutsche Bahn's fault, because some trains, you know, the train starts in um, Slovakia and then it ends in um, the Netherlands, right? And it's going through Germany, right? So there could be delays uh, in the beginning that affect the times through Germany, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so, for sure. And then so, the thing so is, I'm one, not blaming it all on Germany, but you know. It also, but even in Germany, if one train gets delayed and there's a connection, sometimes the connection will wait for the delayed train, boom. Now that train's delayed. If that was a connection, then that's, you know, so it, it's definitely a domino effect. And I know it's not easy running a train network and I'm just grateful we even have one. Yeah, but the, but the past few years, they've been really slacking. Uh, it's It's been getting worse, I've noticed, the past yeah, few it, years. It like, seems like yeah. they're trying to get better. You know, they're building more ICE trains and, but I don't know. We'll see. I hope so. We will But either way, see. I'm very grateful we have a giant, huge, extensive public transport network generally. Generally. But it works. Uh, next, <laughs> this one's interesting. Uh, my wife told me about this because um, you don't know this. I did not know this. This is all the time. Really, you never heard this. Never heard it. Never said it. Yeah. In so ten years. So yeah. No, I've lived here twelve years. Twelve yeah. years. Twelve years. Yeah. Exactly. That's why it was a big deal for me. Now. Weird. Now in Germany, the swear phrase you're going to hear is Scheiße. Scheiße. Very. Various forms of scheisse. Scheisse meaning damn or uh, shit, you know, like, but, but, they dumped. Yeah. Um, but like, you can, they, but like, scheisse in combination with other things means other things. But like, scheisse is the word. Instead of the F word, it's scheisse. That's the, that's, that's the daddy go to swear word. Yeah. Germans don't swear that much generally. Like, it's not a big swearing. Yeah, but, oh, language. scheisse. Like, I hear it. It's like every other word on the, yeah, on yeah, the street yeah. is doing scheisse. That. But my wife recently, like, when we were visiting her family, like, she said, uh, missed. And I was like, like oh mist and i was like mist what's that mean she's like oh yeah it means oh shit i'm like what yeah. i had never heard that never seen it written never spoken it like I, that's so like i remember my first few months here i but, asked like what do you say mist or shice um I, i'll say mist sometimes for sure really yeah yeah absolutely i don't know why it, it just, mist isn't as hard like you can say mist in front of like kids and stuff like that it's not you know like a swear word oh it's like a like a Diet shisa, diet. Yeah, shit? yeah kind of it's just more common uh at least at least in my in, maybe not in your but my experience I hear mist more than I hear shisa, which is interesting. But you're working at kindergarten, so. That's also true. Yeah. That's a fair point. I, I don't know, but yeah, weird. Like, I, it just it passed me by. If you want to be cute, you make, oh, misty. No. Oh, little shit. Where'd go, misty. And mistkin. Like, people really do poop on German about being like a harsh, ugly language, but it can be really cute. German can be a really cute language. Oh, of course. It's, uh, I can say how. If you pretend to scream and, and you're angry every time you say something, then it's going to sound harsh. But Germans don't talk to normal people like they're screaming and they're angry. Yeah, no. But people think like the Hitler cadence is like how you say German, which is, of course, not how you it's say German. not even no. slightest. Anyways, uh, next one is something you and I discussed. This is a nice can of worms I think is worth getting into. This is a can of worms. So we were talking about, because I don't know about you, I don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't go to strip clubs. It's not a thing of I, mine. I've never... That's the thing is like I've never been to a German strip club, which is and you and me both, which is why I have this question because right. because um, we all know in in an American strip club uh, for tips, men are throwing dollar bills, you know, one dollar bills, five dollar bills, whatever, putting right? them in the underwear, right? You know, underpants. But then it, I can't I can't remember who brought it up, but then one of us was like, well, in Europe. Just like throw coins. Yeah, we don't we don't have one dollar bills. Like the, the smallest bill we have is five. So we have one one and two dollar coins. At least yeah, in so, Eurozone. yeah, yeah. So like so then we started had this discussion where we're like, are the women being pelted with coins? Right. Or do they put out like a, a buck a bucket or a can where you drop the coins in? So or I did some research on this. Oh, did you did you? Okay, I cool. did. I did some research okay. on this. And it's kind of all of the above. So the the first thing that I learned for the most part, which I think we've seen as well, is like 
strip club culture is not really a big thing in Europe generally. Hey, but I think the reason is because, especially like in Germany, since prostitution is legal, right? Uh, it's you know, it's just it is what it is. Like for 50, you can go waste fifty euro at a strip club, or you can go see the real thing in person for fifty, you know, fifty euro right. with, with, with with an escort or whatever. Yeah, exactly, like, so. Se- sex work here is is legal and it's taxed and. Uh, it's it's it's, it's, it's out in public like it's it's, it's obviously it's not accepted it's like, not a utopia not everyone is safe and no. but you know it, it, it is legal yeah maybe that's something to do with it uh general culture thing i think that nudity is not as as big of a big deal as it is maybe in the state so you need like a space to go you know nudity i don't know so generally i, I learned like but, but strip clubs do exist in germany they like, do exist yeah. they but, do but, like but, but I, not, I, not the level i i think because prostitution is illegal in the states the only place you're gonna you know, if you if you want to see a naked woman in a safe space, the only place you can do it is in a strip club. So that's why strip clubs are kind of prevalent in the U.S. because there's not yeah. really any other legal option, right? Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it's definitely one of the factors. Uh, so that generally, and then two, I learned uh, around different Europe they do different things. So like I, I did hear about the bucket thing. Oh, so she puts a little can. And they put the which makes I think that, that which, made sense. I guess like to like go around the bar while the dancers dancing or when they're done. Ah, gotcha. And okay. you're gonna throw in money if you want in there. Uh, I've heard about at like at the there's a machine where you can put in coins and get out fake dollar bills. Oh, then you throw those right, and then she can redeem those fake dollar bills f- back for the coins. For coins. So, oh man, that's a, but that's like a whole. It's a whole thing. That's a whole thing just to solve the problem of like crap. All of our small our small denominations are are metal because small paper. denominations yeah. should be metal. Like it right. makes way, like pr- pr- I think it's way more sense. Except for I don't like club. it. I don't like having a I don't having a wallet full of huge coins. It makes this bulky thing in your pocket. I mean, I the bills I, are. It's funny. I was gonna say thing. I don't like having a wallet full of a bunch of one dollar bills because it makes my wallet bulky. Yeah, but they're flat and they're not thick round metal things. But you have like ten dollars in ones. I can't close my wallet. I really well, have. You have a, you have a problem with your wallet then? Like ten ones is too much for you? Yeah. Well, I rarely have more than like maybe five paper money on me at a time. Mm. A five, a ten, a few twenty or something like that. You know what I mean? I don't have more than five. We have a bunch of dollar bills. Where my coins, I just keep either in my pockets or in like one of my backpack pockets. And in my mm. wallet, just I don't really use the coins. Maybe you know, it's it's loose. Ching ching ching. Like like I've 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 grown accustomed to the coins. I like them, but just there's there's just this big bulky thing. Yeah, that's fair. I feel I feel the opposite. Like I always have a backpack on me, and I just have like a pocket, a small little pocket in my backpack that holds all the coins. So I need coins just kind of scoop up. I'm like, oh, what do I need? Oh, two, three, four. Right. Yeah. And then the coins is my wallet. Yeah, I don't a small have the backpack constantly. Yeah, I get the backpack constantly. Hmm. Got to get a little uh, fanny pack. Interesting. Which are which are you know they're big now, they're not lame anymore. But yes, you guys probably never thought. How does tipping work in a German strip club? But now, n- now you're thinking about it. Now, now you're thinking about it. it. It's something that doesn't really. It, but once it pops in your head, you're like, "Huh? Oh, how does that work? Interesting. 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 What's next? What's next? Next is uh, living in Europe. Oh, speaking of coins. Speaking of coins, living in Europe and not having to deal with foreign money and coins that often. I think what you mean by this is obviously the EU and the Schengen zone are, in my opinion, two of like the coolest political inventions ever. But not everyone in the EU and not everyone in the Schengen zone uses euros. But the most, but, but I think the point of what I was saying was the most do. So, right. when, so when you, I think if you live in the U.S. like and you, you have in your head this thought of like living in Europe and you're traveling around to France here or there and you're dealing with all this foreign money and stuff. But since the majority of the EU uses, uses euros, even though we're, I mean, it is pretty amazing. Like, you know, like we've probably got used to it, but it's amazing. Like we, we can hop over to 
you know, in France if he wants to, or where, you know, no border control. That's uh, it's so cool. Yeah, but again, it's like so well, underrated. But but unlike back in the day, where you know every every country you're you're exchanging money and ooh, what's this? What's this Swiss? What's this? Uh, this French franc? What's this? Like, like from Deutsche Mark to the French, and you're getting the all the stamps and your passports have now. Even though it, it is of course better, but it lacks that like sexiness of it. You're not getting the stamps in your passport at all. So like you can travel to. To every European country and not get a single stamp, you know what I mean? And then yeah, for sure. And, and you're using the same money, so like, and also because of cards now, like I was just in Copenhagen for three days. I didn't touch Danish money the entire time I was there because they just use cards for everything. You know what I mean? Which kind of takes a little bit of the fun of travel because when you're traveling, you're like, ooh, the coins got holes in them. Ooh, you it, know, it, like, it, you're and, right. And, it and is like, fun. What, what's on this coin? You know, like, like for example, in Poland they use sloty, right? They don't use. Right. They're not on the euro yet. But a lot of times, especially around the border, you can get by using Euro. They'll take that. When we, when we went skiing, and we, we weren't anywhere near the border, but we were in a touristy ski area. I mean, it's an hour from the border. Right, but we're not like on the border. It's an hour, right? Yeah. An hour is an hour. And But I think because we were in an area that they're expecting a lot of tourists that like they, ex- for the most part, accepted Euros, um, which was good because we had no Tzlati, um you know yeah exactly uh, and like some places will like even like bosnia i was like hey can i can i pay with you i have no i have no more i don't know i can't remember what they're called there uh can i please use a euro and they're like yeah yeah it's fine here not every place but some places will take it because also it's worth more and they can exchange and get some get some good cash back sure yeah exactly yeah but it is interesting because um for example the czech republic uh in an eu country but does not use the euro and then and almost all, all these Scandinavian countries Norway Sweden Hungary uh, Switzerland Denmark don't use they're in, they're in the EU but they don't use the euro because but Montenegro non-EU but uses, uses the euro, euro. Yeah. so figure that one out people yeah. but anyways uh, interesting it is interesting yeah. I'm, I'm interested yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the next one has to do with well we kind of still sort of finishing off this winter even though technically we're in spring but like in winter there's something for years that gets me through the winter, and you recently started using it this year, and it made me feel good inside. That was my first time, uh, and that would be thermal underwear, long underwear, long johns. Or long johns or... Um, long john silver. Unterhosen or, uh, you know, whatever you want. Yeah, like basically, I guess for, for a woman, it's kind of like a legging kind of a thing that goes underneath your pants or right. whatever. And that extra layer, I'm telling you, like it changes your world. Like when it's 20 degrees outside and you're spending time at the Christmas market or whatever for a few hours, having because I I've what I've because my friends always growing being in Berlin would make fun of me at first, like oh you wear thermal underwear, you wear long johns, you know. But it's like okay, the top half of your body, everybody's wearing four layers, but the bottom half it's like one layer. Like what's up with that? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that doesn't make any sense. And, and with that thermal underwear, we're, we're, we're the pants sweaters. And, and and haven't you found that you are just like much more comfortable walking around for long periods of time outside with thermal I mean, underwear? I I wore the I wore them twice this winter for the first time ever in my life. And I think the like I think we talked about this before. You know the the th- the life changes to make like using a backpack or some or some kind of bag uh, because you don't have a car, so you need to carry things around with you all the time. Right. And say I think it's a similar type of thing where. Here, uh, you're not in a car. So when you're traveling to place, you might have to wait outside for the S-Bahn for, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You might have to walk for 10 minutes. And, like, you're outside for a longer time yeah, it's not than just you would be. 30-second walk to your car. You know, which, exactly. which you, which you can, like, I have a supermarket, like, around the corner from me. If I'm just popping there, I, I can sometimes go without a jacket. I'll be cold for the 30 seconds, but it's fine. Whatever. Right. I don't have to pull on layer. But... If I'm instead of doing instead of doing a five minute walk or a fifteen minute walk, that's a different story, you know. Like. Right, exactly. So uh, this year, um, I'm outside a lot with my with my kids at work, 
So I was like, let me try, let me try the thermal thing. Jeff's talking about it. Let me, <laughs> let me give it a shot. And it, it was very comfortable outside. Right. You just feel you can live without them, but yes. once, but once you have them, you're just like, wow, I'm just so much more comfortable. Like, especially it, during like, um, uh, Christmas market season. Fine. Next month. Yeah. Cause you're, you're there two, three hours. Yeah. And Without them, after half an hour, you're kind of you're shivering a little bit. Yeah, a little. And I'll tell you, every person I know who's made fun of me for wearing them and who eventually tried them loved them. And it was like, dude, I I, I don't know how you, I, how how I made fun of you because awesome. for all you guys out there who do wear uh, boxers, uh, sometimes a box can ride up on you. You know. Well, it requires a thing where like you pull up the thermal underwear and then I always have to then slide down the boxers and get them to comfortable comfortable position. And usually they, they lock in there. Oh, I don't like, wear the box. I use them as underwear. Oh, okay. I don't wear boxes. Oh, I've got three layers, man. Oh, wow. Boxers, some underwear, pants. So you, you got some warm bum cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So thermal underwear. But yeah, living in Europe during winter, trust me, it's worth it. It is. So, yeah, northern Europe for, you know, not, not Italy. They could be fine there. Maybe northern Italy. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. In the, Al- yeah, the Alpi section. Oh, yeah. It's oh, cool. It's cool, baby. It's chilly. In the Zoot Tirol. Zoot Tirol. Yeah. Um, next, this is one that threw me over. Uh, this was this. Uh, so we were. <laughs> I was deep in, one. I was in Copenhagen a few weeks ago for my wedding. What? What? You know, we were out because, uh, as we mentioned, Denmark is like you have to be a millionaire to afford anything there. And so we were we were we were going to the supermarkets to get you know um, beer and snacks and stuff like and just putting into our hotel fridge and you know so we could save some money there. And we're like, okay, for the you know, the morning of the of the wedding, and we'll have a little brunch in the hotel room before we go to the you know to the city hall or whatever. Let's get some orange juice, okay? So we're going, and of course, everything is in Danish because it's Denmark. And, Makes sense. And so we're in the juice section, and I'm looking around, like, where's the orange juice? And then there's something called apple. We're like apple, oh, okay, okay, that must be apple juice. But no, the the Danish word for orange is apple. Apple, basically. Apple. Like, the, the Danish word for orange is apple. That well, screws that, with your brain. That's pretty confusing, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, so if you're coming from English, that is confusing. Or even from German. You're like, apple, apple. Okay, that's... A, but, but then, of course, you clearly see an image of, an, of a slice of an orange. You're like, that's interesting. And then you're like, okay, this over here looks like an apple, but that doesn't say apple. That's just something else. And you're like... This is, I mean, it's a classic, like, lost in translation kind of thing, but it's I mean, just it's probably funny. the same thing when, when anyone from any other 190 countries go to... The UK, Australia, United States, and they want to get some ananas and they see pineapple and they're like, that doesn't make any sense. But that's easy because they're not in a box and you can clearly see what it is. Like, you know, you want pineapple juice. Oh, if you want pineapple juice, maybe. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. But, but the thing is like the picture of a pineapple is very separate from everything else, you know, but with like an apple orange, whatever, like they're all just circles with different colors. So like, you know. That's, just, that's yeah. fair. You know what I mean? Like a pineapple, you could see that from the clearest day from like 100 oh, could you imagine like a colorblind tourist? Oh, man. <laughs> Difficulties. Try to get some orange juice. I'm allergic to apples. So if you're, if you're colorblind and you like orange juice, but you're allergic to apples <laughs> or the opposite way around, good luck. Don't go to Denmark. <laughs> good luck in Denmark. Okay, let's do uh, let's do a few more, and I think this one is fun because we were just in Poland recently, and we and, had a great time, as we mentioned, of course. And one of the cool, like one of the things I think we talked about Poland is an underrated country generally, and I think one of the cool things in Poland, if you are a beer drinker, is Poland has really good beer culture as well, just like Germany does. They have really good beers there. I, th- I think at least maybe Germans will probably will very much disagree with me. Similar sausages, I, I like Polish sausages a lot too. 
but their beer at grocery stores is really fun to buy. You can always get the cases that you can here too. Or- well, well I, I would say not really because go to any German supermarket or German Spätie convenience store. 90% of what you see are singles, loose beers. Like mostly what you can get is a crate of beer of 20 yeah, beers. Yeah. No, no, no. But, but I mean, not a actual, like, as we know it from the US, a case of like a six pack or, you know, sure. like, by, like, by case, I mean a, a pack of 20 in a big plastic. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like, in glass bottles. That's different because one is convenient and easy to carry quick for a thing. But one is like, you, you need two people to help carry it. it, it it's right. like, it's a whole ordeal. Got like, jacked. Yeah. I'm not I'm talking about like, like you're you're going to a friend's party. I want to show up with something. Grab a six pack. In Germany, that's it's hard to do. You know they have them, but yeah, but they're, they're 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 rare. Yeah, they're rare, especially because they're always the only point three and not point uh, five. That also, yeah, which is stupid. Uh, but in Poland, they have many different types of beers, which is great. Tons of great Polish beer. Yeah, yeah, and you can get. They sell a lot of them in cans, which you know is not great for the environment. But as a person who likes drinking out of cans, kind of love it. Yeah. And they come in packs of four, not six, but in four. And I remember you and I, because we were there for a weekend, so like, let's get a few different types of beers. So we just got like a bunch of four packs of all different types of beers. And it's kind of went helpful. around and tried it. And they're yeah. like, like three euro for four beers for like a decent beer. And it's not a bunch of cardboard. It's just, it's just like a quick little plastic wrap holding the four beers together, you know? And it's, and again, like having that option where it's not just a bunch of single, because like, I mean, you, you know, like say go to a party and like, I want to get, I want to bring it 12 beers. And you're trying to carry, you're trying to carry twelve singles in your arms. Can't like, do it. It's awful. But like, but to you, carry eight of those, like two yeah. four packs, simple. You carry, yeah. You carry one on each. You know, on like your pointer finger and your pinky finger, you have a four pack there and a four pack there. So you carry like sixteen beers on two hands easily. Yeah, yeah and these and these four packs of cans, they fit really easily into you know uh, European style fridges that are pretty small, right? Or a like, backpack. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I really love these four packs, and in Germany, just they don't exist. But yeah. I think you and I went off about these four packs for like an hour when we were there. <laughs> They're awesome, man. I don't because yeah, especially when you're trying, like, ooh, okay, I want to try this one, this one. Okay, four pack of that one, four pack of that one, four pack of that one, and then okay, we're good for the next day or two. Great. Like, exactly. Yeah. We and we we found uh, one case of beer four pack where the beers were point six. And that was fun. Extra 100 milliliter each can. Shout out don't, don't for anyone why. who has the recommendation. I think one of our favorites is Zuber. Z-U-B-R. Polish beer with a buffalo on the top and the front. Yeah, green and, and green and red. Almost every Polish uh, can of Polish beer, the tab is a color that matches the theme of the, of the logo, right? So yeah, we saw that a, a few times. Tab, yeah, a red like tab, that. a blue tab. But man, is it not satisfying as going... I mean, but you can... But, uh, aluminum cans are still recycled. Like they're not like they're not thrown away. I mean, a lot of things are recyclable. Doesn't mean they get recycled. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like if somebody actually recycles them, like you know, like all the cans I have, like I because you know we talked about Fond in Germany. There's these Fond machines that immediately gets recycled. Like right, you know, Poland yeah. didn't really have the Fond system as yeah. far as I can tell, which is the kind of shitty part about it. But yeah, so yeah. Regardless of that, those cans are awesome. Are awesome. All right, let's do uh, let's do one more, Jeff. And what's what's the last one here? So, as we were driving to Poland, we were on our way out of Berlin, and Ooh, another um, Polish story. Okay, yeah, yeah, and we started in Prenzlauerberg and found out that Google Maps wanted to route us to basically put us on a sightseeing tour through Berlin. So, like, we had to do like what a forty-minute drive through Berlin just to you leave got Berlin down south through Neukölln to get on the to get on the uh, S, uh, to get on the uh, autobahn there. Yeah, yeah. So we were like <laughs> in the um, what would you call it, uh, district-wise? Um, uh, as in uh, Meddingdam is the area. Station. Yeah, but it's not a district. Uh, but like, yeah, it's near the Ubon, Meridan, whatever. Back Monkeys? Is that Back Monkeys? 
Nein. No. It's not. I don't think so, no. Uh, but anyways, we're going by and we see the famous Mustafa's. Yes. Which is, if you don't know, it's this, and again, as we mentioned, Döner, which is the Berlin kebab. It's like the quintessential Berlin food. It's this cheap street food and... There must be like 5,000 dinner shops in Berlin. I'm not joking. Like, there, there's six within three minutes walking my apartment. Yeah, They are just like, you throw a stone, you're going to hit a dinner shop, right? They're everywhere, right? So it's not like we're lacking. This is not a rare food. It's everywhere in Berlin. Right. And Mustafa's is this, is this one place that like years ago somehow got into this like magazine of like greatest Berlin food, whatever. And I think because of that. It, it got this reputation where it's like, oh, this is the best döner in Berlin. Whatever. Like you have to go get a döner here, and like, like Jeff said, they, you know, <laughs> there's no lack of döner here. It's not like it's a specialty food. No. It's literally everywhere. Yeah, and I think we go it at once. There's, I can't remember what what it was, but it was like thousands of döner shops in Berlin. Easily. Thousands, let uh, alone Germany, world, you know, wide. And so, out of these thousands, at least a few hundred are great are amazing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, percentage wise are great. Right. But like tourists and people think they have to go to this Mustafa's. Right. And so it's so a we're driving by and we say, Oh, there's Mustafa. And then we see we're stuck in traffic. Yeah. We're stuck in traffic. And then we see what you always see when you go by Mustafa's, there is a line of about a hundred people. So people waiting 30, 40 minutes in line, maybe more for food that costs. Well, nowadays like five to six euro. <laughs> As you said it, like it, that's more than that usually is, but still five to six dollars, right. right? For a thing, literally across the street, you could go buy the same thing, and it just doesn't make any sense. Like, like people are are kidding themselves that there's any difference between this and another great dinner anywhere else in Berlin. So I just decided because we were stuck in traffic, a lot of tourists there. I just started yelling at them. Actually, I started yelling, and then you joined in. True. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I rolled down and I was like, what do you guys do? Oh yeah, true. <laughs> started, like, there's better dinner. Or like you don't need to wait an hour like an hour. Like, you're not going to a club, man. You're trying to get a dinner. No, there's very few foods in the world that I'm gonna wait outside in the cold and for an hour for. There's practically none I would do. Like maybe half an hour max. But like like every dinner experience I've had in Berlin over the past decade, I've never waited more than like Eight minutes for a dinner. You know what I mean? Max. Like you're waiting eight max. Like, like on average, you show up. There's maybe one person in line in front of you. They sh- shuffle out of the way, and then it's like two to three minutes to make it, and then you're, you're you're gone. Yeah, I think for context, it takes about from cutting the meat to, to putting it all on the bread. Let's say two three minutes to make a max dinner. max. Yeah. So you're talking about hundreds of people in lines. You're talking about three minutes. So they're they're getting people like bang 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 bang, but you still have a hundred people in line waiting for an hour for their food. It's ridiculous. Like, the whole thing is ridiculous to me. Yeah. So any, anybody, so, no, no, relax. If, if anybody of you are coming to Berlin, do not go to this Mustafa's place. I mean, do it if you want to. If you really want to experience it, and go to Mustafa's. But you're, but you're for, not going to experience anything. That, just ask any other local. Hey, what's the best dinner shop in your area? Yeah. And that dinner will be as good as Mustafa's. I agree. And you'll get it in five minutes, and it'll be the same price. Or I, I less. do. Like, you know, I'm I'm not hating on Mustafa's at all. Good for them. No, no, no I know. Like, great I, for I, them. It's a, it's a. I, I had it once ages ago. It is a good dinner. Like, absolutely. We're just saying no dinner's worth an hour no, no, wait in line. No food Don't that costs. Your time. Especially no food that costs less than like 20 euro. Exactly. Should, you should be waiting an hour for. This is not it's, a Michelin star restaurant. It's like, it's, 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 like <laughs> it's greasy meat. You're waiting yeah. for greasy meat. And you get the same greasy meat down the street. And it might have a beat. And dinner is the that same. That was a feat. And a dinner is the same as like pizza, right? Like, like. 
Even bad donut is good. Yeah, even bad donut is good. There's not really a, there, there's just like better and worse pizza. Like, but you know, um, I think I've had, as I mentioned, I once had an, a dinner that was way cheaper than it should have cost, and it blew out my insides. And I paid for, <laughs> but then I learned, okay, never get a dinner that costs less than three fifty. Like, don't do it, because um, where's how do you get meat that's that cheap? I don't know. But yeah, de- de- yeah, definitely. But like, yeah, yeah, guys, don't waste your time. Don't waste your like. You're in Berlin. You're here for like a weekend or for a week. Don't spend an hour of that time. And Mustafa's. If you're walking by, and it's there's no line, go ahead, give but, it a shot. But I think there's a kind of there always is. And again, yeah, it, I, I've seen it without a line a few times. Like during, I've seen like oh, during the day, maybe like two p.m. on a Monday or something, something or, like that. Yeah, I, I have seen without a line. In that case, yeah, go ahead. But and, I'm and, just telling you, all of you people want to go to Berlin, do not wait half an hour for a dinner. It's do, ridiculous. Do it if you want, but you're not getting anything special. And if the owner of Mustafa's here is just like nothing against you, nope. you, you make a fine dinner, good on you. We're just telling people like. They can get something similar in a lot of other places. Yes. There's so many options. There's just so many options. I'm sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to recommend the one I go to, but I don't know how far this is going to spread. I don't want to line up my dinner shop because that's the best one. I think. I think it's the best one in Berlin. Okay. I don't know. If you want people hanging outside your apartment, let's, you know. That's the thing. So I'm not going to say it right now. (laughs) But if you want to know, shoot us a DM and uh, maybe I'll send it to you. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Ooh. Mm. Tell us the secret password. Mm. We'll see. Anyways, let's. Let's review this this new that was old, fun. That was fun. What a fun shuffle. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> uh let, let let let's go let's go back to our whiskey that we've had before. Yeah, I might need a last splash. Oh, I don't know about you. Twenty episodes ago. What did you need so I, I got a little bit left, so okay. I left a little bit for you because there's not there's nothing left. Okay, I'll give some drops to you, so. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I got a few drops right there. So <laughs> Ooh, just just smell Excuse it. me. It's this good. I'm not gonna smell it yet. Let me introduce it. Okay, sorry. Again. This is Baines Cape Mountain Whiskey, single grain from South Africa. Baines, B A I N S. My German experience. Shout out to Sean Barron's my German experience. He's from South Africa, and I think we actually might have gotten this because of him. Don't remember. Can't remember either. But let's. Yes, Shane, we got it because of you, Sean. <laughs> it's, all, it's all you. But yeah, take, um, take a whiff before taking it. It just smells good. It smells. It smells. Got some fruits in there. Remember last week's smell where you're like, oh, I don't want to drink this. Because last week I spilled on my on my mic and you could smell it on my mic. <laughs> you, you chose the worst whiskey to spill on your mic. Any, any other whiskey, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a good aroma." If I spilled this on my mic, I'd be I'd be I would spill yeah. more. Actually, you kind of want to rub some on there. But yeah. got, some, got some vanilla. In Cheers. There. Cheers. Mm. Yeah, tons of vanilla actually. Yeah, it's really good. It's uh, kind of like a rye. It's sweet. It's sweet. It's got a nice burn. It smells great. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, nice slow burn. Yes. And again, all for like twenty one euro or something like that. No, it's great. I, I I'm super enjoying it. I'm you know what? I'm gonna go like at eight point three. Yeah, you know I'm I'm having a good time. It's at eight point five. I'm eight, really enjoying it. Yeah, eight point five. Now let's look. Now let's see what we gave it. Um, hundred twenty episodes ago. Shall we open the tab? We shall. And I gave an eight, and you also gave it an eight. So uh, we're still liking it. Yeah. So I guess we're yeah, still, yeah. we're we're consistent. Yeah. I'm looking forward to in our flashback series if we have any. Like wildly different numbers. Yeah, I'm excited to That'll see that. That'll be fun to see. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, especially if it goes like down. Like, ooh, why do I not like it? Now, well, I would love if one goes up. Like, we like rediscover whiskey. Like, you know what? It's actually a lot better than we thought it was back then for whatever reason. The thing is, so like the whiskey we're drinking now, of course, has been opened and Baines, episode 21. So could have been in there for three years. Now, I'm not a whiskey scientist, uh, no. if you will. A, whis- a whiskeyologist. Yeah. Um, called? Now, of course, once a whiskey gets opened and air is introduced, 
the taste has to change maybe by a minimal but degree, but it has to, right? It can't be the same. Yeah. Um, but, but I know generally if you keep it well sealed and everything, um, it still should taste the same five, 10 years later, but I don't really know what the math, uh, what, at what point it really starts hundred years, years later, once it's been opened, of course, it's not going to taste the same. Right. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm assuming I have no idea because it's not that was sealed unopened that of course it would, it right. will Cause it doesn't age in the, in the bottle. But, um, well, like if it's, I don't know. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like there has to be some a, a change. Of, maybe, maybe it's a bit maybe of a minute school. But um, so I, so I, I don't, honestly, Jeff, I don't think you and our taste buds are good enough. Maybe they no. are. No, I, I'm just wondering: is this the Bane's that we drank three years ago? Is the Bane's that we used to know? Yeah, is it the Bane's we used to know? Somebody. I mean, if if it is aging, it's aging up because <laughs> it's tastes tastes even better. Like a fine whiskey. Yeah, but yeah, not wine. I don't know. Whiskey doesn't matter. Anyways, Bane's loving you. Uh, thanks, thanks, Bane's. thanks for being there. Thanks, thanks for being here for us all the way down South Africa. And thank all of you for being there for us as yes. well. We appreciate you. We love you all. And uh, thank you for you guys still continue to send in great messages. Um, yeah, love those through our website and through Instagram, asking us questions and just and like, God, some of you just like message in and you're just like, wow, like I've been listening to you guys since episode one. I love you guys. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's still hard to hear. Not in like a bad, it's just like, or maybe weird, not hard, weird to hear, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you guys, some of you have been there since day one, and um, yeah, thanks for sticking around. Thanks, guys. You guys have made, guys have made it fun. Yeah. Uh, fun times. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, please stay safe, stay healthy, and of course, stay thirsty. Cheers. Since I'm, hmm, sorry. What kind of laugh he's going on? <laughs> a little bit. Okay, keep keep laughing, Andrew. Who cares? Okay. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. No, no, no I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting it off at the pass right now. There we go. Just like I'm just straight into it. Yeah. Welcome to Americans and <laughs> You started laughing. I saw you. <laughs> I was, uh, okay. I was fine, so I started going. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's been, it's, yeah, I know it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a minute since we've <laughs> done that. Okay. We said that shit. Okay. <laughs>